0: This is episode 46 of Kicker and the Waterboy, a sports podcast hosted by two guys who, average out, uh, would be better than about half the league's kickers. Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome to
1: episode 46.
0: We hope you all are doing well, and thank you for tuning in. Yep, uh, he is Evan the Kicker, who would beat out 99% of NFL starting kickers. I'm Ryan the Waterboy, who would beat out maybe 1%. But, uh, but, yeah, thank you for tuning in to uh, episode 46.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a low-key week of games in college football and the NFL, so taking the time to recap the wild past couple of weeks and maybe make some game picks that will be wrong by the time this is posted.
0: Yeah. Uh, before we get started, though, I just had a quick thing to say about, you know, some of the coaches in the NFL recently. In the past few weeks, two coaches have been under fire. Uh Urban Meyer, coach of the Jaguars, was recorded at a bar with college-age girls, and John Gruden sent several emails with insults that are seen as racist and homophobic. All right, before we start the fun part of the show, I don't know, I just wanted to talk about this. It's really annoying, honestly. Um, I'm going to steal a quote from my favorite show right now, Community. uh, Quote, the most important tool to human survival is respect. And the reason I know respect is a tool is because it is clearly not a natural thing and we forget to use it all the time. And then we start competing with each other and exploiting each other and humiliating each other and controlling each other, each other and we lose each other. And without each other, we'll go extinct. Okay, so maybe extinction isn't exactly on the line here, but the basis is accurate. Uh, just respect everyone. So. Respect your team by flying home with them after a close loss that, you know, maybe could have changed the trajectory of your season. Respect your wife by not hanging out with girls who are probably younger than your daughter. You don't have to like everyone. Like, I'm not saying that, but at least respect them enough to not use slurs when describing them. Like, you can express displeasure at someone without cursing or anything like that. And, you know, we've demonstrated that a thousand times on our show. Okay, well, probably not a thousand because we're pretty positive people. Maybe we've expressed displeasure a dozen times over 45 episodes. All right, I'm ready to move on. But if you do take anything from this podcast, uh, let it be respect. Respect everyone. The world is a better place. And all right, let's talk some football. Indeed. Thank you for
1: that, Ryan. Good words. But let's indeed talk some football, starting with the NFL. We're going to... I guess we have like a question for each division. Um, so start the AFC North. Ryan, like, what are the Baltimore Ravens? They seem to be
0: somewhat inconsistent. I can't tell if they're really really good or just okay. Mhm. I think it comes down to Lamar Jackson and how long that teams can bottle him up. Like, I um, when watching games and stuff, I've. Uh, I've never really said this about any player, but Lamar Jackson is the closest thing we've seen to a video game character and that he, he can move like he can do anything. He can mm-hmm. throw the ball down the field. He's just so elusive, impossible, elusive. I think that's a word. Impossible to tackle. But uh, yeah. so I'm going to say that Ravens are only as good as Lamar Jackson, but the good news for them is right now Lamar Jackson is playing on an MVP level. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you.
1: I think the Ravens will go where Lamar Jackson goes in the last game they played, which I'm totally blanking on what team it was. It was the Colts. Yeah, that game. Um, I mean, he had a career day. And um, they came back, beat the Colts. I think the season we're to end today, I would say Lamar Jackson's the MVP, honestly. And I expect the Ravens to make the playoffs. And beyond that, no comment. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So moving to the AFC East, uh, it's time to talk Buffalo Bills. Are they the best team in football?
1: Ooh. I would say no, not right now. Just because of the card, I think the Cardinals are better, honestly. And also, they its just their loss to the Steelers that is holding me back from getting on the the Bills bandwagon, I guess, for the season.
0: Mhm. Uh, just for uh, context, the Bills bandwagon is actually just a wagon full of foldable tables and stuff. So, mm-hmm. just to try yeah. and picture that. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, for me, I'm willing to, like, forgive that first loss just because it's, you know, opening week. There were only three preseason games. It, um, yeah. So, like, they didn't really know know exactly what they were going to be doing, and they ended up losing to the Steelers. But uh, since that, the Buffalo Bills have recorded two shutouts. They beat Kansas City, which I thought was pretty impressive until a couple other teams did it. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, right now, best team in football is playing in uh, Buffalo, New York.
1: Mm-hmm. Move on to the AFC South, <laughs> does anyone even want to win this division?
0: I, I think no. I was going to say that, yeah, maybe the <laughs> Titans do, but then they lost to the Jets a week ago, so, so no. Do
1: you think this division is worse than the NFC East last year?
0: No. But we are still very early in the season. I reserve the right to change my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for context, the Jags
1: are just two games out of first place. (laughs) Um, That's just sad.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Congrats on their win today, by the way. Uh, We're recording at like uh, 2.30 on Sunday. So one game in the books today. mm -hmm. But uh, AFC West time... What on earth is going on in Kansas City, and is it fixable? I think the problem is their defense, specifically their secondary is just
1: not good. I, mean, I think I've said this before, like a metro turnstile just letting everyone through. <laughs> um, and I think Pat Mahomes feels that pressure, and because he's like, well, our defense can't stop anyone, so I have to be, you know, the hero. And, put up a whole bunch of points and that's, that's just kind of a lot um, to be put on on one guy. But yes, yeah, so I do you think it can be fixed. I love Andy Reid and that, I mean, I think he's a fantastic coach, pretty good dude too and I think I think it can definitely be fixed and they'll for sure make the playoffs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, if you look at their schedule, they've played um, they have one of the tougher schedules in the NFL because they were so good last year. And all of their losses right now, uh, it was a really close loss to Baltimore, who's looking incredible. It was a loss to the Chargers, who currently lead the division and have one loss. And it was a loss to the team that they lost to last week, who I cannot think of, but the Bills. Yeah, wow. How did I forget now? They also have one loss. So it's a tough schedule, and I think it gets easier for them from here. So I I assume they'll turn it around pretty quick.
1: Yeah. And then uh, last, at least for AFC, let's talk about the wild card race. Do you think these L.A. Chargers will be different than teams of the past?
0: I would say, yeah. Uh, I do like their, uh, their new coach, Brendan Saley although he did sort of take my uh, my respect speech um, in his press conference earlier in the week. But uh, I do like him. Uh, the, the offense looks really good for the Chargers. Uh, defense is a question mark, though. Um, already today, they've allowed 17 to the Ravens. They um, allowed 42 to the uh, Browns with injured Baker Mayfield. So... I hope they'll be different, and I think they'll make the playoffs. But when you get to the playoffs, defense becomes much more important. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, I completely agree with you
1: and don't have much to add.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so moving to the NFC, specifically the NFC North, specifically more the Detroit Lions. And I feel so bad for that team. I... Yeah. I don't think I've ever felt as bad for a team as I do for the Lions
1: yeah I mean winless so far and they honestly don't even look that bad like they've just gone kind of unlucky so far
0: mm-hmm. yeah they lost on the uh, the record kick from Justin Tucker they lost um, on a kick to Minnesota last week um, <laughs> Man, never thought I would say that, but uh, but the Detroit Lions, it's just such an unfortunate start to their season. And like you said, they've been in all the games. That's got to be frustrating for their team as a whole. Indeed. Indeed. I uh,
1: completely agree. Moving now to NFC East. Let's talk about Dak's value. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts there?
0: yeah so last year when he got injured and stuff uh that just you know gave gave him more strength in contract negotiation after the Cowboys season turned out really bad and now Jerry Jones has to be really happy that he managed to sign Dak Prescott for whatever he whatever that deal is because if they had to negotiate the contract after this year it would be more money Dak Prescott has played up to his contract for sure um And uh, he's probably the main reason that the Cowboys are leading the division at I think four and one, which Mm -hmm. in NFC East terms is probably insurmountable.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dak might be honestly one of my favorite players in the NFL. Like I'll say it. Um, You know, he he bet on himself, and then he got injured before he got his long-term deal. Um, they worked, worked through the injury. The Cowboys believed in him enough and before he even set, was on the field again after he got injured, he got his basically record contract. And since that I mean, I think he's been balling this season. After their initial loss to the Bucs, um, first game of the year, Thursday night football, you know, they... Been four and zero, and looks pretty good. Even their defense has looked pretty decent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now my concern there is a lot of their success has been in creative turnovers, and so my concern is if they don't create turnovers, will they still be good? You know, and I feel like we've yet to see that. Mm-hmm. But that I mean Dak's value is—it's hard to put. A money value on it too just because he is such a a great leader as well
0: mm-hmm. absolutely a great start to the year for him uh nfc south um we're five games in and i think we have seen five different saints teams they are just so confusing and every week we don't know what we're gonna get do you have any thoughts on the uh team from new orleans
1: I find it hard to believe that the Saints are, like, bad, you know? Like, I'm just so used to, like, how, imagine the Saints being good that, I don't know, I feel like they're going to they're gonna turn it around and, and figure it out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, they've just been so inconsistent. Like, they completely annihilate the, uh, the Packers <laughs> in week one. And uh, then just two weeks ago, they lost at home to the uh, New York Giants, who are, uh, let's see, full disclosure, I'm also watching NFL Red Zone right now. And uh, the Giants (laughs) are currently losing by 25 points in the second quarter. So, so inconsistent. Uh, I don't know. They're going to be really, you know, weird to see uh, just as a Panthers fan who – we're gonna play them twice this year, or no, just one more time actually. I hope we get the uh, Bad Saints next time that we play them. Mm-hmm.
1: For sure. And then FC West. Uh, do you think the Seahawks can hang on without Russell Wilson?
0: Uh, so Wilson will be hurt. Um, he's on injured reserve, meaning he'll miss at least three weeks, and it'll probably be more with a finger injury. Um, I need to look at. Uh, Seattle's schedule, but um, given the division that they play in and how good that division is, uh, it's going to be really tough for them to keep pace um, in the NFC West without their number one weapon on their team, definitely, in Russell Wilson. Um, I do like Geno Smith. I think that he can definitely get them a couple of wins, but uh, he's just not nearly as good as what they have in Russell Wilson, so... So we'll see, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, this is like no shade on Geno Smith. Obviously, he balled the last time we saw him. Um, but their division is just so tough that I would say it'll be very difficult for them to hang on without Russ.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Uh... Our wild card question can be called the Wild Cardinals question. Um, are the Arizona Cardinals actually good, or are they just the 2020 Steelers who started out 11-0 and went, uh, one and went 1-4 and the rest of the way?
1: Yeah, it's kind of a million-dollar question. I'm going to say they actually are good. Kyler <clears throat> has been looking more comfortable this year. They have DeAndre Hopkins... Uh, solid offense, and the defense is just crazy. I mean, <laughs> J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones, that's so just not fair. Um, yeah, I'd say they actually are pretty legit.
0: Mm-hmm. For me, I'm just going to believe it when I see it, because it seems like last year we had this same discussion, too. The Cardinals uh, started out the season... Uh, I don't know, I don't have the numbers in front of me. But they started out really well, and then just as the season went on, they lost more and more games to teams that they shouldn't have and ended up missing the playoffs completely. So I've seen this movie before, but maybe there's a different ending this time. They do look good, and I totally agree with your comments on the defensive line. That's just not fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Why do you think kicking is so hard this year? It seems like NFL kickers haven't been as consistent as in years past. Hmm. Well, having kicked a football exactly once in the past year, um, I'm probably not super qualified to speak on this. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe like it's just pressure and stuff. Like it seems that because of all these like all these missed kicks, if you miss one or two in a week, your job is gone. And they just bring in a different kicker. Which there's no other position like that in the NFL. <laughs> so I mean I don't know how this would factor into the kicks themselves, but maybe some players just like get in their own heads and stuff and are thinking that with so many kickers around the NFL right now, there's just absolutely no job security. And that pressure just becomes too much. Um, I don't know that that doesn't deal with the actual kicking action of the football, but we'll see.
1: Uh, I mean, a lot of it's mental. So I think you're on something there. I also add that there actually are fans in the stands this year, uh, which they did not have last year. Um, so just, I guess, kind of that change, um, just not being, I guess, because when, in the past, it's like they are always fans, and so you just got used to it, and then having a whole year without it, and then introducing them again, probably, probably shake things up for sure. And then I had another point that I totally forgot, <laughs> um, if I think of it. I'll uh, come back
0: to it. <laughs> Works with me. I mean, you had some good points in the analysis already. So, uh, okay, so last show we talked about the rookie quarterbacks and how they were having a pretty rough start to the league. So, it's been a month plus now. And uh, so, say you needed to win a game next week, which rookie quarterback do you trust to get that win the most? Ooh,
1: that's a really good question. I'm going to go with Mac Jones, honestly, because I like his football IQ, and so if I absolutely had to win a game, I could introduce something totally radical and random, and it would just click for him. I like his accuracy and his pocket presence, and so that's why I would choose Mac Jones. Also, I, I remember my other point from the previous question. Let's start kicking. Uh, it seems like they're taking – longer field like more long field goals this year and so i think that's a, another reason why they miss more is just cause it's just because it's from longer range mm. so you're you're getting this more from farther out
0: yeah good point um let's see if i'm taking a rookie quarterback for next week um let's see i gotta go with uh, justin fields just because he's been winning games yeah. right now uh he went into Las Vegas and got the win, and uh, the Raiders were really good at that point. Um, he He's currently holding his own against the Packers, uh, which is yeah. quite impressive. Um, mm-hmm. The only other one I w- would make an argument for, at least personally, is Trevor Lawrence, just because the situation he's in right now isn't that great. Yeah. So if he was on a better team, maybe I would trust him more. But... Uh, I'm going to take Justin Fields if I need to win a game next week.
1: Yeah, for sure. So who do you think is the rookie of the year?
0: Um, Let's see. I have two, and they're both on the Bengals. Never thought that would be said. But uh, Jamar Chase, he's the wide receiver out of LSU. Uh, he had a really yeah. shaky preseason. But in this season, he has been nothing short of phenomenal – and uh, the other person on the Bengals that may well deserve Rookie of the Year is Evan McPherson, the kicker. Yeah. Even though uh, yeah. like, he missed those two kicks at the end of uh, the game last week, he's made a couple of like kicks from 50-plus. He has at least one game winner now. So, I don't know. I've been impressed by him. Yeah,
1: yeah. Honestly, those are the exact two guys I, were gonna, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> Chase and Evan McPherson. Um, Chase has been great. I guess you can – I mean, Devontae Smith on the Eagles too. He's been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Evan McPherson, That's I think the field, two field goals he missed this past week were his first misses of the year, I believe. I think and right. he's had two game winners because I remember his first ever game was a game winner. And then there's the one last week, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, was also a game winner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm kind of biased towards specialists,
0: but, hey, I'd give it to McPherson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Do you have any parting shots or parting topics for the NFL? I just have one thing. It's uh, the Panthers me. might have shot themselves in the foot by a – going all in this year and acquiring free agents and all that I'm starting to think that maybe that wasn't such a good idea any thoughts from you?
1: actually is a pretty good thought right there that you just had Um, important thoughts from me the Steelers need to find a Big Ben replacement not this year but definitely next year and it feels like they haven't made any progress in doing that